Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another legendary episode of Top Tier Tactics. I am Natter alongside Bud, and today we're going over the clutch or kick players in your fantasy lineup. Bud, how are you? Another day, another day. Let's get to it. NFL headlines. So in our headlines, we have Antonio Brown. Once again, in his civil case, uh, in the state of Florida, it got delayed till December 6, 2021, meaning he's not going to get suspended anytime this year and most of next year, actually, now that you think about it. If he doesn't get in trouble with the law for the 30th time. 31st, actually. He's oh. already hit 30. Interesting. So, uh, I mean, he's been laying low. Actually, he hasn't because his bike incident was pretty yeah. recent. Yeah. So he has not technically been laying low or... Staying out of trouble, I should say. I guess that's fair. That's fair? I guess okay. that's fair. So uh, the chances are, what? Are they, give me a percentage. Chances are he gets in trouble. I th- I think it's a 75% chance. 75%? Gets, I 100% think he gets in trouble in the offseason. It, it's a Absolutely. coin flip. Absolutely. It's a coin flip. I mean, uh, the problem is, do you think he sits there and goes, I feel like getting in trouble? Or do you think I, he just, like, I, happens? No, I think he has an attitude where he thinks he can do whatever he wants and not get in trouble for it. So uh, let's backtrack to him throwing a bike at a security camera. Yep. Bikes, I mean, they're, they're not that heavy, but it takes a little bit to throw one because, like, the, the way the bike is weighted out, you have to hold it pretty good. Do you think he held it by the wheel, the spokes, or by, like, the, uh, you know, no, the No, it's the frame. The it's frame? It's the frame. So, so we got in a debate a little bit here because I'm not getting near Antonio Brown unless it's a way later round next year because I – Unless, obviously, something happens in the offseason, which I think there will be. Uh, depends what team it is, all, all that kind of stuff. Is he going to be a viable option for the next five years? Four five. years? Three years? Three years. What, what, what are you thinking? He's 32. He is 32. He's getting up there in age. Absolutely. I give him a year or two. Not three years. I give him a year or two of actual relevance. Okay, so on regular... What usually happens for wide receivers? After 26, 27, that's their prime. It, it, there's a downturn. You okay? would think. There, there is a downturn. It, statistics show that after 26, 27, they start to go down a little bit, slightly. So Julio Jones is 31. So are we concerned about Julio Jones's age? He's getting up there a little bit. How many years do we think he's got left? He's got about two. Okay. He's so injury prone. He's in a different situation because he's still producing numbers. He still gets open. He still makes plays. And he still has Julio Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say Julio Jones has been the most consistent wide receiver probably for the decade almost. Exactly. His issue is injury related. He just can't stay on the field this year. And even last year, it was almost a coin flip whether he was going to play or not. And then even when he played half the time, he would get off the field for a quick couple of plays, come back on, hop off, come back on. It was a rinse and repeat type scenario. Uh, Unless he somehow finds a way to stay healthy, like maybe uh, Will Fuller gets on some performance-enhancing drugs. And uh, gets suspended. And gets suspended for it. Uh, I do not see him playing in the league for that much longer. Uh, Julio? 
Yes, we're talking about Julio. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see it. I think he's got two more years. Yeah, two more years. I think that and is then completely if he, fair. Yeah, and then if he goes to a third, I think it will be like a uh, almost like a Randy Moss year where he's on a couple different teams. Yeah, uh, I think he stays on the Falcons. I think his playing time and his uh, productivity absolutely drops. I think he becomes a Larry Fitzgerald type scenario where he's just there for team leadership and, hey, you need a check down, I'm here for you. Not necessarily a big time playmaker. Speaking of Fitzgerald, how old is Fitzgerald? He's very old. He's 37. 37? Okay, 37. He, so 37 and Julio kind of in the same group a little bit? Or um, they do they play a little bit the same? No, kind no. Of. Julio's still putting up thousand yards. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like Antonio Brown is speed cuts running routes. Yes, right. Julio is a little bit different, kind of a little bit like Larry Fitzgerald. Not the same, but they are not what Antonio Brown is. Correct. You, what do you mean, like play style? Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay, they're different. Okay, so are they close? Do you think they're similar? We're talking about Larry. Fitzgerald and Julio. They're similar. They're similar. Okay. I wouldn't pair them as close. But they're similar. Okay. Fitzgerald plays in a lot in the slot. He's a very good route runner, obviously. Uh, athletic ability is still there, too. But he, I think he's got a lot, a lot of smarts. That's why he's still playing and producing to a certain extent. Correct. So, A.J. Green has been hurt for a while, right? We we have injury concerns. We have playtime concerns, right? Correct. He's played 20 games in the last three seasons. Not bad. You know who else played 20 games in the last three seasons? Uh, I think this is leading to Antonio Brown. This is leading to Antonio Brown. Not bad. Doesn't, not bad. Does, good segue. Doesn't matter if you're hurt, or you're suspended, or you're you're just you're you're calling people crackers. It doesn't matter if you're not on the field. You can't produce. Same as goes with AJ Green, right? Correct. Antonio Brown is more relevant than AJ Green. More, yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Because okay, when I'm he's on the field, he's more productive than AJ Green. I'm following you so far. Okay, you're following me so far. Uh, Okay, I'm following. Okay, so we are concerned about A.J. Green's health and age. 32, actually going to show up to games and be healthy. Okay. Are we concerned about Antonio Brown the same way? Not injury prone, but I mean... Attitude-wise. Attitude, 100%. Uh, When you call your GM a cracker after they just paid you a whole bunch and you punt a ball, I mean... That has to factor in at some point. He said, find this cracker, and then he punted a ball across the field. Correct. What's the issue here? <laughs> what you do? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, What did you have before we, we did this conversation? Are you okay? I'm, I'm more than okay. I mean, like, at that moment, it's like, oh, hand him the fantasy trophy. Like, that, I don't know. That kind of attitude and spice is what I need in my football life. Not, not, not some... AJ Green or Larry Fitzgerald being humble all the way across the field. I don't need that. Oh, being a team player. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't actually, need team players. Actually worrying about the team. Yeah, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't need that. Okay. I okay. want I want an attitude. So and he's got that attitude. So hypothetically, okay. Hypothetically Antonio speaking. Brown goes to whatever team you want him to. Okay. Okay. You get to choose. All right. Okay. All right. I'm following. And he signs a one year, two year deal. What are we looking at for production for that year? Okay. So uh, best case scenario, best case scenario, absolutely I'll list out a handful of teams. No, no, no. I want you to pick the best okay. case scenario team that you think he would thrive on. And what, what would he produce? And okay. do you legitimately think he's going to be playing all year? Add that in there. Playing all year. No. Okay. Let's say that. Let's say he gets suspended a handful of games at the end after his court cases are settled. But 
Well, so let's not let's assume say, that just yet. Okay. Okay, so if best case scenario team, yep. I'm thinking it could be Seattle. It could be the Niners. Tampa Bay, while they got a good quarter, uh, maybe Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. I like the team in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's follow that down to Green Bay and the Niners. And I want to see him in a Shanahan system. I think he would succeed more there. Okay. If he goes to the Shanahan system on the Niners, uh-huh. he could be... He's he's not going to be the. He's I'm going to make this clear. He's not going to be the old Antonio. He's Brown. not going to have a thousand five hundred yards. That is that is far no. gone. That will never happen again. I'm a hundred percent positive. I'm going nine hundred yards, and about six touchdowns. Okay, is that relevant? Yeah, that's relevant to a certain extent. That's, if he's healthy, that's, that's a full season, that's, right? It's wide receiver three flex numbers. I can get on board with that. Okay. My issue is, I see no way in hell that he is playing a full season or even getting out of the off season this year. I think a hundred percent on. I think he gets in trouble. I think he gets out of the off season. I a hundred percent think he gets in trouble. He has to do something pretty serious, which I mean, he has, which, he's ha- which he has over and over and over again. We hear something about him. He can't, it seems like he can't just not. He still has, trouble. A sec- he still has a sexual assault case. He's got to deal with. He still has his bike throwing case that he has to deal with. Uh, I think, think his couch throwing out of a hotel window got dealt with. <laughs> I would hope so. You would hope he, so. He had to pay money, I, I he, would he, assume. He paid a fat chunk right there. How much money do you think he has in his bank account right now? He's got a lot. He's got You a lot. still think he's got a lot? Because yeah. he's got a lot of court cases he's got to pay for. Yeah, that, That's got to cost him money. He, he signed a big money contract with the Steelers before the trade to the Raiders. I wonder if Raiders. we could look that up and see how much actual money he you actually has. You know what? Has. Here, here. I'll look that up. I'll let you dabble in a little bit. So... That is my biggest concern. Could you take a flyer on him? Sure. But I am not going to bet any sort of money to see him play a 16-game season. Okay. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah he's got a lot of money in his bank account so far. How, how much we got? He he has made $75 million playing football. Let's okay. cut half of that away from taxes. Okay. So, so him being that, I mean, yeah, it's at least half cut okay. away. Right off the bat. Yes. Okay. So about thirty million. Okay. So he's got thirty million. He's right made thirty million. Okay. In his bank account from playing football, not including um, advertisement or yeah. anything like that when he was when he was big. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So thirty million playing football. So is it is it fair to say that he's probably spent fifteen mil at least since before he even got on the Raiders? Yeah. Okay. So he has fifteen million left. I mean, let's roughly. Just, let's zoom. He bought a two million dollar house. It's probably like 10. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but okay. Yes, but yeah, yeah, okay. whatever. That's fine. Let's say he spent about a mil on clothes and jewelry. Uh-huh. And let's spend, let's say he spent, uh, I, I'm not sure how court cases and how expensive they are. Uh, I'll go 10 million. Is that a lot? That's probably that's, an excessive. That's probably excessive. That's probably amount. excessive, but, but we're, it depends. We're, being, we're being aggressive. Uh, oh, it depends. Cause I mean, he, he probably had at least 10 court cases in the last year. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, let's be aggressive. Okay, he should have about ten million in his bank account right now. Let's just say roughly ten million. Okay. Okay. So, and he's playing a, like a five hundred thousand dollar contract or something like that. Uh, I just oh, this about. is a good conversation. So, what do we actually think he's going to get paid as a free agent? Like, is he going to get big dollar money? Like, what what are we looking at here? Two a year. Okay. Ten million dollar contract. Team option two year. Team option. 
uh, they can kick him after the first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I think is going to yeah. happen. Yeah, two million, two year, five, ten million dollar contract, five, five million. million guaranteed. Yeah, I, I don't can, know if I he can. takes that, but that's what he'll get offered. He'll probably want way more. Yeah, he'll probably want more. <laughs> yeah, than he'll probably want way more, yeah. and then it'll probably like spit at the GM or something like that, which would be hilarious. I would, I'd love to see it. That'd make me very happy. So. That is the Antonio Brown news that is currently up to date. More relevant fantasy news. Drew Locke and the Broncos QBs got activated from the COVID list. That's good news. Maybe a couple days too late. Maybe they should be playing tomorrow, Wednesday. Of course, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. So uh, I, I personally, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to die on this hill. I think the Broncos game should, be po- should have been postponed to a Wednesday, especially if the Ravens game got postponed. I think that was immensely unfair. And uh, blatantly favoritism. You don't think Hinton did did a great job? Uh, he he did a phenomenal job considering the situation he got put in. That's got to be a very hard situation. He, he I he, mean, okay, you played quarterback four years in college. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. I he, thought it said four years. No, he played quarterback his freshman year in college. He oh. lost his starting job. That's it. That's it. He played. Oh one my year god! They just. They just. Uh, then I got. Uh, then uh, they they played him. Then that's yeah. brutal. I don't know what you expect then at that point. And they threw him into the wolves against yeah, the, the Saints. New Orleans, yeah. So I mean, he did a phenomenal job considering the situation. He could have done a little bit better. He definitely I mean, could have done He could have checked down a little bit but more. But I mean, it's okay. But, so it's he wasn't like, you know, Nate Robinson talking a whole bunch of smack and then getting knocked out by Jake Paul. Exactly. You know what I mean? He wasn't talking smack. He didn't even want to be in the ring and then he just he stepped up and went in the ring and mm-hmm. got knocked out for his boys. Yes. Pretty much. Yes, yes. He, he the de- that was the definition of taking one for the team. Yeah. He yeah, he needs to be rewarded. With you think the play calling could have been better? Who? Do you think play calling could have been a little better? Let's see. They did they did a lot of wildcat, which they is a, lot, which is expected. Expected. They did a lot of direct snaps to running backs, which I feel like they didn't do enough of. I feel like they could have done a little bit more of that, considering you know it's basically like a QB draw. Yeah. I expect I expect a running back like Philip Lindsay to be able to maneuver through the holes a little bit better than a you know Lamar Jackson type player. But I feel like every other play would be almost a trick play. That's what I would have. That's what I would have done. It's got to be something. I mean, the chances of you winning that game is probably 0.9 percent. Those are definitely slim to none. So you might as well risk it. Yeah, there should have been a lot of sweeps, a lot of reverses. I feel like we didn't see enough of that. A lot of wide receiver throws, wide receiver tosses. Take advantage of his wide receiver ability also. Yeah. Not only the the minimal quarterback ability that he has. It could have done it, – it, it was a cluster. It could have been done a little bit better, but this is hindsight 2020. It, it, they got thrown in a really difficult situation uh, and against a very difficult team. I don't blame them. For what they did, but this, I think you got to start considering putting uh, the coach on the hot seat. Potentially. 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 There's currently, what, about right now, four if you open d- coach, coaching three, opportunities. I think. I think, isn't it three? Let's see. Texans, Lions, Lions the uh, Houston. No, no, I just said this. Texans, Lions, Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. That's, that's, that's it, it so far. Okay, but we're thinking Adam Gase. Uh, I don't think Adam Gase. We're thinking Adam Gase. Okay, I, we're thinking Adam Gase. I, Sorry, no, Adam Gase. If it's been this long, there's there you can't. You're gonna fire him at the end of the season if you fire him. 
if there's a firing, it's going to be end of season. There's no reason to pull him now. You're you're 0-11, right? Maybe. What are you thinking? You think they're going to fire him? I don't think they fire him. They they chose. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. They're either going to fire him at the end of the year, or he, they're just going to go into the draft. Yeah, they're, they're going to ruin go Trevor Lawrence, and, and it's going to be hilarious. I, I I think Adam Gase's job is safe. They they chose Le'Veon Bell. They chose Adam Gase over Le'Veon Bell. They chose Adam Gase over the G- didn't Jamal they fire, Adams. Did, didn't they fire the GM or no? Am I thinking of a different team? You might be thinking of a different team. You might be thinking of a the Jaguars fired the GM. That was yeah. I mean yeah. So uh, I mean that th- there are going to be some vacancies in the NFL. Uh, he, there might be another one. I think he is an amazing defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's an amazing head coach. In my opinion, a head coach now has to be an offensive minded type player. Uh, I don't think a defensive mind coach can handle the job anymore. But, unless yeah. unless you have a very good offensive coordinator, which is hard to do on a regular basis because people they swoop just, them up for yes. head coaches. So exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if you if, if you if you know you have a genius offensive head coach, uh, he's going to get swooped up, and then all of a sudden the team's going to go down the drain. Uh, you know, just like Kyle Shanahan on the Falcons, just like uh, I mean Stefanski from the Minnesota to the Browns, and now the you know Minnesota is definitely struggling. A little bit more on the offensive side. Luckily, they have Justin Jefferson to really bail them out in some bad situations. But that <coughs> that is for a discussion for another time. Uh, Brandon Ayuk activated from the COVID list. Uh, this is good news. Even better news is George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo are eyeing week 15 and 16 returns. I think that is good, especially if they win, win their next couple of games. Right now, they're going against the Bills. Monday night, and then the week after that, they go against uh, Washington Redskins. Redskins is a winnable game. Yeah, it's a win, but they're both winnable games. You think you can beat Buffalo with a backup? What do you think? That's a little tough, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, uh, that defense is starting to come back together regard- other than the pass rush. I mean, Sherman had an interception. He's playing some pretty decent football. Jason Verrett is on the other side. He's been playing... Uh, Surprisingly, playing good like football. his playing like his old self. Yeah, he, he was very good with the Chargers when he was healthy. Uh, J- Jimmy Ward, he played uh, his best career game, and he he's been playing pretty good as a pr- product of the returning players. Uh, I mean, they could definitely give uh, Josh Allen a hard time, and uh, I think the issue is is can they score points on the offensive side, not necessarily the defense side of the ball. Yeah. So, but if they do win those games. George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo are going to come back considering they're still in the playoff hunt. And uh, that's just going to elevate George Kittle. That's going to elevate Debo Samuel. It's going to elevate Brandon Ayuk. It's going to elevate the running game. I think uh, this is, I mean, we're talking best case scenario right now for them. And uh, when they do come back, they'll go against the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. So they get some pretty good matchups throughout the year if they do come back and get full and healthy. But, uh, of course, a lot of stars have to align for that to happen. But on the Texans side, David Johnson is eligible to return against the Colts. He is still in concussion protocol. Uh, if he passes that, then we can see him back onto the field. It's got to be pretty brutal then. It has to be, has to have been a pretty bad concussion for him to be on the list for uh, three weeks and still questionable. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so this is a little bit of fun. We're going to lightning round it a little bit. Of course, you know, you give a little quick opinion, and then I'll dispute it if I feel like I need to. Uh, but we're going to play some clutch and kick. Yep. You know, the playoff time. 
you either start the player or you can basically kick him off the roster and try to replace him with somebody new. Or uh, if he has a better matchup later on in the year, you can try to exploit that. But, I mean, right now decisions have to be made and all that good stuff. So we're going to start off with Alan Lazard goes against Philadelphia. Uh, I'd kick him. Kick. He had a touchdown last week. A little bit surprising, but I I'm mean, not chasing points. You're not chasing points? No, I'm not chasing points. Okay, so Alan Lazard kick. Mike Gusecki, Cincinnati. Gusecki, I could feel comfortable starting a Clutch. tight end spot. I mean, tight ends are a little bit rough. It would be a lower end. Uh, higher end tight end two is pretty much what you're looking at, and they're all kind of jumbled in the same area. Clutch for me. Duke Johnson against Indianapolis, assuming David Johnson does not play. Uh, clutch. I played great last week. I think we get another showing. There we go. Devin Singletary against San Francisco. Kick, kick, two. Yeah, I can't trust him. No, I don't trust him. San Francisco's looking better. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to gain some momentum. That's a kick. J.D. McKissick against Pittsburgh. You could, you can make a play on McKissick as a PPR only. I think full point PPR. Full point PPR. He's a clutch. Anything else, he's a kick. Damian Harris against Chargers. Clutch, clutch. Yeah, I'm gonna go clutch. Uh, He is a little bit touchdown dependent. But uh, when you're getting over 15 touches a game, I like your chances. Debo Samuel against Buffalo. Clutch. Uh, Brandon Ayuk against Buffalo. I'm a kick. I need, I need to see more. You need to see more? Yeah, especially after Debo's came back. He looks really good and looks obviously that number one guy for them. I'd stay away from Ayuk. Uh, right now that offense is only able to support one wide receiver considering Nick Mullins isn't the most talented quarterback. I'm going to agree. Clutch on Debo. Kick on Brandon Ayuk. Noah Fant, Kansas City. Yeah, you could start Noah Fant as long as Locke's back. Yes, if Locke's back, he is a clutch. Naheem Hines against Houston. Clutch. Clutch. No, Houston defense is horrible. It's really bad, but I do. Taylor's out too? As of right now, he is out. Yep. He still has to have his negative test before he can go in on that one. Yep. So as of right now, he is a clutch. Even when Jamal uh, Jonathan Taylor's back, I'm still going to put him in the clutch. Yeah, he's I mean, especially regardless. PPR. He's yes. he's been looking very good. He's actually been running the ball well as well. Yes, I like to see him out there. Tyler Lockett against the Giants. Clutch, clutch. Yep. I might dispute that a little bit, considering he either puts up forty or two. Uh, starting him. You start high fly offense, dude. I'm starting him. Okay, Marvin Jones against Chicago. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick. Kick. Yeah, I'm kicking also. Uh, Jamal Williams against Philadelphia. Somehow he had 17 carries last week and a touchdown. Yeah, I'm I'm going to kick that front for Philly is really good. Maybe he'll get some work uh, pass catching, but Aaron Jones is the number one guy there. I am going to clutch. Okay. I think you can definitely put him in there. In what mind. are you expecting? I'm, I'm expecting – I mean, I don't think he's going to get 17 carries. I think I'm expecting about 9 to 10 carries and maybe two catches. Yeah, Unless he breaks a long one or scores a touchdown, his points are going to be a little bit low. But there's a lot of bye weeks going on. Philadelphia – I mean, not Philadelphia, sorry. Buccaneers uh, – Panthers, they got a little bye week going on. You might be yep. doing. Uh, John U. Smith against Cleveland. Yeah, he's jumbled up in that tight end two, low end tight end one spot. I am going to kick. His okay. last touchdown was a rushing touchdown. If you're relying on that, you're in trouble. Tyler Boyd against Miami. I'm I'm staying away from all Cincy. Yes, he's a kick, in my opinion. Sterling Shepard against Seattle. I'm going to kick. Kick? Yeah. Uh, if Daniel Jones was starting, he's a clutch. Right now, it's on in the air. Got to give it the kick. Even though Seattle has the worst pass defense in the NFL, allowing an over 300 yards per game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to kick. Rashard Higgins against Tennessee. Kick. Kick. Fair enough. James White against the Chargers. 
PPR, you can potentially argue that, but I'm, I'm going to kick. I'll stay away. Yeah, his first two touchdowns last week. I think he's going to get involved a little bit more, but not enough for me to clutch him up in the playoff scenario. Jarek McKinnon against Buffalo. Is McKinnon pretty much the only back still there? No, Mostert came back last week, had a touchdown. And kicking away. Kicking away. Yes, sir. Melvin Gordon against Kansas City? Yeah, I think you clutch it. Clutch it up. Yeah, I, Kansas City, they're going to have to run the ball as much as possible. I agree there. DJ Chark, if he plays against Minnesota. Clutch. clutch. Absolutely against Minnesota. Great matchup. Yeah, he's he's one of the best receivers when healthy. J.K. Dobbins against Dallas. Kick. Kick. No. Nah. You going to start disagree. him? I'm going to start him. He had the most carries the last two weeks combined uh, against the Dallas defense. I like him. Okay. Zeke against Baltimore. I mean, you, you're clutching it out. Clutch. You you're, it's Zeke. You can't, you can't bench him. Realistically, you should kick. Not like Maybe not drop kick, but not start him, but it's Zeke. Are if you, you don't really going to not exactly. start Exactly. That's the issue. Because is, really then gonna if he puts start? up two touchdowns, then you're, you're going gonna to look really, really stupid. But, hey, it's playoff time. you got to make some hard decisions. Keenan Cole against Minnesota? Um, kick. Kick. Uh, if if DJ Chark does not play? Uh, Chark doesn't play. Yeah, you can clutch it. Okay. N- Nelson Aguilar? Baby dropper against the Jets? Clutch it. Clutch. I agree. Clutch. Corey Davis against Cleveland. Kick it. I'm clutching him. He has been. Oh, he, he has produced two straight weeks of over 100 yards. Uh, clear number two target other than uh, A.J. Brown. I'm cl- I'm clutching him up. Christian okay. Kirk against the Rams? Uh, I'm going to kick. You're going to kick. He, he's a boomer bust type player, but he has, his boom potential isn't nearly what we w- would like in order for you to risk it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to kick as well. Amari Cooper against Baltimore and we'll pair in all three of the wide receivers. Uh Mari Cooper's gonna be the clutch for me. He's been getting a good amount of volume. I'm gonna stick with Cooper. You're not expecting a lot a lot, but a, a decent game, a viable option. And uh let's go C D Lame also while we're at it. Uh, I'm gonna kick. I'm just away from everyone else. And then Gallup also. Yep, kick. Yeah, kick, kick, kick. Uh Amari Cooper, I will agree with you. He's the clutch. If he is the re- there is one receiver I would like to start it'd be him. Michael Pittman against Houston, last one. I'm clutching it. You're clutching it? He's going to have a comeback game against Houston, very bad defense. Let's see it. Yeah, I'm going to clutch it as well. Houston, uh, they got torched a little bit. and uh, A little bit? A little <laughs> bit. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, I'm going to agree with you, a clutch for Michael Pittman. So, of course, I tried when making this list doing borderline guys. Of course, you, you already know the star players. They're clutching it up. You're starting them no matter what. Uh, Zeke was the best player on this list, but unfortunately his situation, I had to feel like I needed to ask. I think that's fair, right? Yeah, that's definitely fair. Alrighty. So unfortunately there's no Thursday night football. Thanks to the Ravens. Thanks to the NFL's horrible place calling and, uh, their control of COVID. Uh, does it, do I sound salty about it? I think everyone's salty about it. I at think at this point, but it is 2020. So, you know, wilder things have happened and they wilder things continually continue to happen uh of course this is our episode of top tier tactics make sure to like and leave a follow if you enjoyed the episode if you want to see more of our beautiful faces make sure to check out our youtube channel at top tier tactics fantasy football or if you want to ask us any specific start sit questions you can check us out at ttt fantasy football on instagram or top tier tactics underscore on twitter other than that chris do you have a send off I can't wait until football. I can't wait till Sunday because now I can't wait till Thursday. Well, actually, we got football Wednesday. 
This uh, you, we do have football we Wednesday. Have football you, Wednesday. You're correct. You're correct. Okay, I'm happy again. We're good. Okay, cool. All right. uh, hopefully, you guys get a PS5. I don't know. Maybe that's irrelevant to everybody, but maybe you get one. It's relevant to everyone. Okay, cool. All right, good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 